0: Hey there, King of Kings family. I hope you're having a blessed day, and I thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Beyond a Sunday Multisite Podcast. To this point, this podcast, for the most part, is focused on how things will function on Sundays with multiple campuses, but there's a lot that happens in our church body that goes beyond Sunday mornings. So with me to discuss what different ministries will look like are... Can Kings executive director, Julie Easley, and lead pastor, Greg Griffith. How's it going today, guys?
1: Really good. Oh, man, such a great day. Can't, I just, it's been awesome.
0: Uh, Just a quick reminder for um, listeners right off the jump. We at Can Kings feel that God is calling us to expand our geographic footprint in Omaha. So we've set a really ambitious goal of opening 10 new campuses in the next 20 years. Come on. Um that's going to begin next year with the campus opening in Northwest Omaha followed by a Gretna campus in 2024. If you want to learn more about those projects and the vision behind it, you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast or go to kingkings.org/multisite. But today, our focus is on King of Kings other ministries. So we're talking about Kids Count, Students Connect Groups, Serving Teams, Men's and Women's Ministries, etc. Now, starting a campus is no small feat, and there are going to be a lot of moving pieces. So initially, our Northwest campus is going to feature kids and students' ministries and connect groups. Uh, Julie and Greg, can you kind of speak to the vision behind why we wanted to kick off the Northwest campus with those ministries specifically?
1: Yeah, well, first, let me actually just um, back up one quick section there. Um, Gretna probably will not launch by 2024. Um, That's like really close. Like, like, right, uh, it gets that, closer like every day, doesn't tomorrow. it? Yeah. So um, just we've had some <clears throat> some things that we've been working out uh, with Northwest. So I, w- I would think 2025 or so will be in there for Gretna. But I just don't want any listener to be listening to this in 2024
2: and go, when's that happening?
1: Okay. That's the listener no, that's voice fair. that I have in my mm-hmm. head.
2: So um, That's one of the things about kind of multi-site planning too is you – make plans, and then you adjust on the fly as circumstances change. So we're trying to be as flexible as possible.
1: Flexible and adaptable makes for a great ministry. So the question you asked though, is why are we starting with worship kids and connect groups, right? Mm
0: -hmm. And students.
1: Um, yes. Yeah. So, uh, without getting into like the full nitty gritty or anything like that, I always believe in a mantra that I use a lot, start small and grow big. Um, Our best practice will be, as we start, this will be let's really focus on what we're starting and um, building excellence in what we can replicate really well. And that's, as you think about multi-site, one of the things I've learned from many other churches that do multi-site is, if it's not replicable, then you've got to really consider whether you're doing it. And so, um, so right now, worship's going to be what we are obviously doing, right? That's what we're <laughs> going to do for eternity. So, so getting worship out there, um, our kids ministry. Um, we value kids. We love kids. Kids are ministers too. Uh, so we're going to have that out there as well. And actually, even students, I wouldn't say we're launching right away with student ministry out there on Sundays. Um, so so we're going to have student ministry, um, but uh, will that be on Sunday morning? I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be pigeonholed into that right now. Is that the right term, pigeon hold?
2: Yep, it's perfect. Hey, look at that. I, Good
1: job. A lot of times I make up my own words. So I was thinking of toe hold, and I thought, no, I think it's perfect. I'm glad you
0: went with pigeon. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what a pigeon hold is. But, anyways, um, maybe that's where they live. But uh, so, so, so Sunday, you can expect to find dynamic, amazing um, Sunday worship with live worship, video venue, and our amazing and fabulous kids' ministry.
2: Yeah. I think what you're saying, Greg, is really important. We might not be launching a student specific student ministry at Northwest, but I don't want people to think, oh, if I go there, there will be nothing available for my teen, um, my student. So there will be things that they can be involved in, right? It may not just be on the site of the Northwest campus yeah. to yes. start.
1: Students will definitely be engaged in in a transformation of life. They're they're part of our community. Um, kids and students are ministers too.
2: Right. And we're also looking ahead to how can we, we really feel like a foundational piece of what we do, right? So we say we transform lives through connection to God, each other, and the world. Saying we're connecting to each other is really our connect group ministry, right? Gathering with friends around God's word. So that's an essential piece of what we want to do. Of course, you know, we will have some serving teams to start out with as well. So we'll have people serving with kids, we'll have people serving with guest experience. There will be some of that as well,
1: yeah. And connect groups are huge because that's really the 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 glue of the
2: relational fabric that we have to
1: have a, as Christians. You have to do life together, um, and so and and I believe too that that's where um, significant transformation happens is in those connect groups. Yep,
0: beautiful. A big thing that we've talked about with having multiple campuses yet still kind of feeling as one church family is just finding ways to create unity despite having physical uh, distance separation. So Julie, how does like having kids ministry, um, connect groups, things like that, how does that help create unity between campuses?
2: Right. Well, I think the thing that I love about it is we're not going to have... Um, unique kids ministries at each of our campuses in that they're all going to be kind of doing the same sort of program. All of the things that we love and feel like are excellent at King of Kings are going to be transferred over. Um, like our our, kind of our director for kids ministry will help um, speak into what's going to be happening at Northwest. You as our Connect group director, you're going to be having a say as to, you know, what that's going to look like for our Connect groups at at our Northwest campus. So there's going to be a lot of continuity there.
1: Yeah, I would think one of the things important, for everyone to just put into their their head, there in the little front spot there, is identifiable, not identical. And, and that's just an important piece. So when you step onto a King of King's campus, you're going to know and say, "Well, this is identifiable as a King of King's campus. Will it be an identical experience? No. Because each campus will have some of their own uh, flavors of the campus director, DNA, uh, those things, and, and different, different people. We know that people are what build the experience, right? Um, program, people produce people, not programs. And so, so it's all, always about our people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: how, how can these new campuses take the ministries that we have right now and continue to grow them and help them evolve?
1: Um that's a good question. Um so can can I get clar- clarify that a little bit more for me on that? Like um so when you're talking about taking our ministries um, and growing them. Are you talking about the worship and the kids' ministry? Is that what you're talking about? And connect groups. And connect groups. All of them. Just by having yeah. them
0: in, in different locations, getting different people involved. Like, how can just ha- having those new campuses just continue to expand, bring in new knowledge base, bring in new information?
1: That's good. And, and here's what I would say I think by starting it with those and, and with small and being really laser focused, we can build communities that are caring for each other and as i say caring is the new excellence and we really want our connect groups like so so you're in a connect group and 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 one of your your connect group people has a baby man that connect group has now brought food and celebrated and prayed over, or, or, or maybe that there's something else that was going on and that connect group is saying, we're here for you, or they're just hanging out and, you know, on a weekend and they're going tobogganing on one of the hills or in the summer, they're heading out to, to a storm chasers game. Right. Um, and, and then too in worship, right. It's, and we know this when we talk to people about why do you like King of Kings? Why do you drive past other churches to come to this church at I street? 98% 98% of the time, they say it's the relationships. It's the people that are around me. And so that builds that, which is a caring component.
0: Uh, Julie, I know in preparation for this podcast, we talked about how King King's leadership is so excited to be able to get the Northwest campus up and running and evaluate its people and its personality before deciding exactly which ministries to add or launch. Because like Greg said, the campuses are not going to be identical. They're going to be identifiable, not identical. So what might work great on one campus might not be perfect at another campus. Um Can you just kind of speak into that a little bit?
2: Yeah, so I think one thing that I'd really like to make clear is, man, we love all the ministries that are happening at I Street, but we're not going to be taking everything from I Street and planting those at every single campus. So... I just want to avoid people's maybe initial disappointment if they find out, oh, you're not starting that at Northwest? We need to kind of get a look at the lay of the land, figure out what our major building blocks are, and get those off the ground. And then as leadership, we'll determine, hey, you know, are there particular needs at certain campuses that we might be able to um, fill with certain ministries, or are there things that we definitely don't want to do? So... I I just want people to feel as clear as possible about the fact that this is going to kind of be a slow burn as we figure out what we're going to do and not do as far as ministries go at each campus. Um, But I was meeting with one of our consultants that we're working with, and she talked about just an experience that she had at one of her church's multi-sites, which happened to be placed right next to a um, kind of a drug rehab facility. And pretty soon they had lots of those clients coming to their church. And so they got heavily involved in recovery ministry at that campus because that's just what kind of naturally sprung up. And so we want to be open to the Holy Spirit's leading on those kinds of things too. So we're not moving into this with a super fixed mindset. Um, We want to see where the Lord leads and what He's calling each campus to. We're being flexible. I think that's
0: really smart. Yep. And I'm just so excited to see God move through these ministries and bless more people. Thank you, Greg and Julie, for taking the time to be on the podcast today. Absolutely. Mm. This is
1: great. Thanks, Dan.
0: And thank you, awesome listener, for tuning in to another episode of Beyond Sunday. Thank you for listening, King of Kings, and let's keep moving our faith lives beyond Sunday.